Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcasts. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story. Maybelline, a So Powerful Parable by Dana Buck. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Matthew 5, verse 5. This parable is a lighthearted reminder to never confuse meekness with weakness. Maybelline, a So Powerful Parable by Dana Buck. Once there was a peaceful farm, or so the story goes, a real thriving working ranch, no E-I-E-I-O's. Livestock here are center stage, the beasts with hooves are king. Although one species is transcendent over everything. Sheep and horses, goats and pigs, excitement may arouse, but nothing can exceed the great affection for the cows. They were a herd of jerseys, about a dozen head or so, and in the spring some little calves born just after the snow. They lead an ordered country life and earn their daily bread as back and forth they amble to and from the milking shed. Then, out into the pasture where the turf is fine and sweet, crystal water, purest air, and lots of grass to eat. You'd think this an idyllic life, the eating, milking, mooing, but looks can be deceiving for a little trouble's brewing. Now that our story's well begun, we'll meet one special cow. She's on her way back to the barn since having lunch just now. From grazing grass to giving milk, she's mastered the routine. A quite distinguished lady by the name of Maybelline. Maybelline is celebrating her 11th spring, familiar with the rhythms of the farm. Yes, everything. Dependable, trustworthy, always equal to the test. Humble, optimistic, all these words describe her best. However, one characteristic she has curried to its peak. Maybelline is quite reserved. Yes, some may call her meek. Never in a hurry to rush to the milking shed, she's content to wait and let the others go ahead. Even though it means she gets a less desired stall, Maybelline is happy to have any place at all. And when the milking's over and the cows make for the glade, she always lets her sisters have the clover and the shade. You'd think her disposition admiration would arouse. Instead, she seems to be a target for the other cows. 
they laugh behind her back. Their biting ridicule they dump, call her spineless, pushover, easy mark, a chump. Her friend, by name of Chloe, fairly bristles at this scene. She tries her best to safeguard and stick up for Maybelline. Why do you put up with all their backbiting abuse? Give them all what for and turn your bovine temper loose. Now, Chloe, I could never be belligerent or mean. It's just not in my nature, said a tranquil Maybelline. Besides, they are my sisters. Though their manners may be rough, I simply choose to love them through their nonsense and their guff. You're a better cow than I, said Chloe. Better cow by far. I guess that's why I like you, May, because of who you are. Maybelline just smiled and gave her friend a playful nudge. Nothing's heavier, my friend, than carrying a grudge. Later, resting in her stall as afternoon unfurls, Maybelline can hear the banter of some other girls. Gossip from around the farm, the normal backyard churn. It's then the conversation takes an interesting turn. Bursting in, a cow named Doris breathlessly regales, I've news, and it will thrill you, from your horns down to your tails. I heard the farmer talking. Seems there's going to be a party. Anyone who misses this is dim-witted, foolhardy. Cows will come from miles around, all to the county seat, for what the farmer blithely called a social meet-and-greet. Everyone will be there. Her excitement was contagious. An awesome cow extravaganza. Fabulous. Outrageous. Yay! The other cows delight in Doris's persuasion. What's the reason? They inquired. To hold this grand occasion. Who knows? Said Doris flippantly. Perhaps they finally see all the products they enjoy because of you and me. No yogurt, ice cream, curds, or cheese without our milk, she muttered. Their cereal would be quite dry. Their toast would be unbuttered. Seems to me it's finally time we get our thanks and do. A party for us cows? Why, it's the least that they can do. Resounds throughout the barn from hay-strewn floor to rafters as the girls all celebrate with mooing, joyous laughter. There's just one thing, said Doris, as their rapture runs amuck. There's only so much room to load us in that cattle truck. I've got a plan, she whispered. It's as basic as can be. But it should get the job done, get us where we want to be. We're going to be aggressive when that semi comes to call. Push and shove and poke and jab and butt and scrap and brawl. Be prepared to duke it out. Be ruthless. Do your worst. No matter what the circumstance, we've got to get there first. Till then, no tipping of our hand. Be nonchalant and sweet. Then we'll launch together. Operation Meet and Greet. Maybelline was quite upset at what she'd overheard. 
to be so awfully selfish. Indignation in her stirred. She stood there in the quiet, thinking dark and brooding thoughts. That left her feeling blue with all eight stomachs tied in knots. I'm not upset for me. I don't much care if I am tardy. It makes me sad for Chloe. She deserves a lively party. I'll encourage her to be persistent in the line. Hopefully she'll make it, despite Doris and her kind. Well, soon the word had gotten round the pasture, barn, and pen about the coming party. All were giddy to attend. Chloe, dear, said Maybelline, you've heard about the party? Who hasn't? answered Chloe. Her response is happy, hearty. Oh, May, we'll have a real good time. We'll see the countryside. I hear a truck is coming just to give us all a ride. About that, noted Maybelline. Her tone betrays foreboding. When the truck arrives to expedite the cattle loading, I want you to be ready. Get a jump on the procession. Maybelline could see her friend's inquisitive expression. What about you, May? I thought we'd climb aboard together. <laughs> Chloe, chuckled Maybelline. I'm getting old as creaking leather. My legs aren't what they used to be, athletic or aerobic. Besides, when in a crowd, I get a little claustrophobic. You go on ahead and I will tarry in the line. We'll meet up at the party and then have that real good time. Okay, responded Chloe, nagging doubt in her reply, suspecting Maybelline's advice held more than meets the eye. It happened then one crystal morn, the cows all in their stalls are awakened by a revving sound beyond the oaken walls. They heard an engine idle, rusty tailgate quick to camp, and then the telltale sliding of a trailer's wooden ramp. This is it, cried Doris, jumping quickly to her feet. Hurry to the truck, it's Operation Meet and Greet. At this call to action, cows react with blazing speed, and soon the barn is shaking with a literal stampede. Doris and her minions use their horns and hooves and teeth, anything to dominate this flood of surging beef. Seeing this unruly pandemonium erupt, Maybelline tells Chloe, You go on now, I'll catch up. Are you certain, May? For I will wait with you in line. Maybelline assured her, Don't you worry, I'll be fine. So Chloe joined the melee, streaming across the dusty floor. And when the barn was empty, Maybelline stepped through the door. In the glaring sunlight sat the trailer and the truck. Up the ramp, the cattle were arranged and snugly tucked. From the moving column, Chloe heard a mocking voice. Doris and some other cows quite selfishly rejoice. We made it, girls. We did it. We have carried out our scheme. Now we won't be left behind like poor old Maybelline. Chloe slowed and turned her head to have a look behind. There was Maybelline, the very last cow in the line. 
Turning quickly to the truck, she made a calculation. Room was getting scarce. Her friend faced sure elimination. As much as she'd look forward to this party to attend, it wasn't worth a nickel if she had to leave her friend. So Chloe stepped aside to let the other cattle pass until she stood contentedly with Maybelline at last. Chloe, dear, get going. Maybelline's concerns arouse. Don't miss the special party being hosted for the cows. Maybelline, said Chloe, I've a very different point of view. Why, silly, don't you know? There's no party without you. The friend stood there in silence in a moment to enthrall when the foreman shouted loudly, Hey, the trail is full, that's all. The foreman told the farmer, That's the best that we can do. We got them all on board, with the exception of these two. Okay, the farmer nodded. Time to hit the highway, Artie. Fasten on the tailgate. Let's get them to the party. The cows up in the trailer are all milling nose to rump when Doris calls to Maybelline. We'll see you later, chump. <laughs> With that, the foreman Artie works to set the tailgate. And once he does, a banner's hung, securely tied and straight. As the truck moves to depart, the words come into view. Welcome to the meet and greet. And Western Barbecue. The chalky dust is settling once the truck is on its way. The foreman asks the farmer, What's the story with these strays? The farmer thinks a moment. I've sold all my cows and steers. I think that I will keep them. They're my cattle souvenirs. Take them to the pasture. Turn them loose upon the turf. These two, declared the farmer, are inheriting the earth. So Maybelline and Chloe roam the grassy, sunny glade, reaping the decisions their unselfish hearts had made. But what of scheming Doris, those who graciousness decried? Well, T-bone, tri-tip, rump roast, brisket, sirloin, and ribeye. The lesson we can gather from examining the meek is strength and virtue thrive in those who turn the other cheek. So, strive to live as Maybelline and Chloe did, by golly. For any other attitude, my friends, is utter folly. I think our modern assumptions about the word meek does it a great disservice. It conjures up images of mousy, milk-toast pushovers, weaklings who are too shy or too powerless to stand up for themselves. According to scripture, nothing could be further from the truth. After his arrest, when Jesus stood before the Jewish Sanhedrin and before Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor of Judea, the gospels describe his meekness. He didn't raise his voice, he didn't defend himself. He meekly took the accusations and abuse of those who would eventually crucify him. This was perhaps the greatest demonstration of strength in history. 
Jesus could have called on the armies of heaven to save him had he wished, but in his meekness, in his determination to suffer in silence, he broke the hold of sin and death over the entire world. Meekness is not weakness. To be meek is to be like Jesus. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Maybelline was written and narrated by Dana Buck. Additional voices were provided by Terry, Michael, and Fiona Williams, Toby Caps, and Brandon Blue. Devotional thoughts were narrated by Kim Pratt, and this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions. So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls and combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon. All proceeds from the sale of these books go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, Check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, may your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes. <laughs>